minus 50 seconds. T minus 40 seconds. T minus 30 seconds. minus 20 seconds. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk. My name is Kiki Trinidad. Welcome to Women's, not welcome, Happy Women's History Month. It's been a long day, and I know some of y'all are at 9.30, so I guess I do keep complaining, but uh, Happy Women's History Month. Uh, today, I'm really, really excited. Um, I really want to highlight um, female podcasts podcasters and podcasts so um that was the whole game plan of it i have my co-host i had to like look for you so. i know probably i don't even see myself hey everyone i know right <laughs> and uh we're just gonna let everybody introduce themselves and then get into the the, the ups and downs of podcasting because i know you all have stories because we sure do um so we'll go just right beside me street yeah. Uh, my name is Astrid. Um, I'm actually one of the contributors for Love Wrestling CA. And basically what I do is interview women in my series called Astrid Ask, whether they're, you know, wrestlers, referees, commentators, anything. Um, I just started it recently, so I only have about four episodes in. But I just find it like it's a great project to highlight women in wrestling. I feel like we don't get enough of that. So I'm just really excited to be part of Love Wrestling in that way and highlight women's wrestling any way I can. And then right beside her. All right, cool. So uh, I am Marie Shadows. I am the host and the creator of the Square Circle Podcast. The Square Circle Podcast covers wrestling. It does not matter what it is, if it's uh, mainstream or a little bit of indies, or if I'm traveling and helping out my wrestling buddies on the scene by interviewing them and just helping set up ring crew and all that. So the Square Circle Podcast also breaks down uh, stories. Uh, so that way the casual fan and the hardcore fan can understand um, you know, what the story is all about and um, why they should get invested into it and maybe some details they never really thought of. So uh, the Square Circle podcast deals with just putting wrestling on the map in general. I am Lo. I am the host and founder of Wrestling Wine Down. It is a wrestling podcast focusing on professional wrestling as well as wine. Um, we've been around for about two to three years now, uh, based in Las Vegas. Um, we focus on people's stories inside and outside of the ring. So I've had the opportunity to work with different graphic designers, wrestlers, um, producers, uh, other podcasters in the field. And um, it's been an amazing experience so far, and I'm glad to be here. And let's go right below low. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm queen of the Indies, Tiffany. I'm like, <laughs> so many boxes. It gets confusing. Uh, yeah, so I'm the queen of the Indies. I'm the host of the Indie Wrestling Corner. Uh, I do everything independent wrestling related, wrestlers, promoters, referees, backstage. So I do a lot of interviews, and then I do panels for upcoming shows with, uh, you know, promoters, again, could be a wrestler, could be anybody that comes on. Even Queen of NE has been on, done some panels with me as well, which has been great. And I do uh, some backstage interviews at a lot of different promotions, which is my indie talks, which could be pretty much anything. So it just shows all those guys or girls before they enter or get signed with, a, you know, a higher power pretty much. So, but yeah, it's been fun. That's a, talk nice. about imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Mimi. I'm I'm um, um, dubbed the wrestling chick. Um, I've done a couple of podcasts with some um, other folks, but now it's me, my co-host um, April, who's also on the panel today. Um, we are uh, uh, kind of like a unique type of podcast. We are joined by. Um, Ellis Umbe and um, Corey Sanders, who's also part of our spaces. We're not on YouTube, we're on spaces. Um, and we're called Tur Turnbuckle Talk. We're on two days a week, um, Tuesdays at seven and Fridays at 10 o'clock. Fridays is usually the jump off night. Um, I write also, I um, contribute to a couple of different um, uh, writing outlets. One, um, I wrote two articles for Fightful.com. Um, actually, Fightful, I'm sorry, Fightful Magazine. And also, I contribute to a Black Wrestling website, and I also do a couple of their uh, Patreon shows as well. Hi, I'm the Queen of any Queenie. Um, I am the host of the Queen's Court Network. My podcast is called Queen's Court, and I'm recently back out of retirement. So I'm super happy to be back in the podcasting world. Yes, super happy. And and I do a lot of series on Queen's Court. Two of my most favorite are the ones I'm focusing on now, which is Queenie Suggests, which is looking at different podcasts all across the spectrum and, and doing my best to kind of promote them and show off what they're working on. And then the other thing that I do is Queenie Chats, where I chat with other podcasters, wrestlers, promoters, et cetera, to kind of showcase their work and talent and bring uh, their voice to, to a different space if I can. And um, I've been doing it since 2019, which is kind of crazy uh, that it's been that long. It doesn't feel like that long, <laughs> but it's super, super great. I met a lot of awesome people, so it's been really fun. My name's April. Um, I am a co-host with Mimi of Turnbuckle Talk Spaces. Um, like she said, ours is a Twitter-based space twice a week. Um, I'm also a regular guest host on several non-wrestling podcasts. Um, they're mainly Christmas podcasts, which is a little funny because I'm Jewish. But um, to the podcast, uh, Totally Rad Christmas, Advent Calendar House. I've done a lot of guest hosting with their podcasts. Um, but I tend to stick with the Twitter spaces with Mimi, Corey, and Ellis. That's my my wrestling home. All right. Last but not least. Oh, um, hi, I'm Shade. I am the founder and creator of DDTDivas.com. Um, we currently have a podcast, but it's on hiatus. I did the podcasting bit as a host for um 
before the pandemic and uh, it became harder to do in the pandemic. So I started focusing more on the writing aspects. So we do reviews and columns and um, a lot of written pieces. Nice. Nice. So let's talk about podcast. Well, I wonder if you should do wrestling first or podcasting. Um, but let's talk about podcasting first because uh, I spent half my day doing stuff that pertains to podcasts today. So I feel kind of like, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping you guys feel like me, but I know you guys have felt like me at one point in time. Um, so what made you want to start a podcast um, and talk about like the ups and downs of it, like the process of it? And anybody can go. And if you don't want to talk about it, you can just not say anything. It's just, a, you know, as if we're all having maybe we should have implemented the wine. Yes. Like the wine aspect. I know. Um, we we didn't bring I mean, I brought mine. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All I got is water. How lame. <laughs> I got tea, but it's like, man, I maybe I should have said bring alcohol. Right. <laughs> I don't drink, I got Red Bull. That's all I can do. I can't <laughs> water. water. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time, next time we do that, that will be the thing. Bring your own alcohol or aloe water. Or Just bring aloe. a fancy glass and put whatever you want in it. There you there go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, how do you guys get into podcasting? Whoever wants to go and. All right, I'll go first because I actually have a funny story with it. Uh, the funny thing is with me was I used to listen to a lot of different wrestling podcasts and I used to call in. To some of them because there's a lot of podcasts out there that they take call-ins like if they ask questions or maybe you just wanted to call in and you wanted to talk about something uh, and I wind up finding like more podcasts that I started being part of and they were telling me that I should start a podcast and I was like I can't do that they're like yeah you can you know you got a bunch of fans already and they were like you could do it now the thing was is I wasn't doing a wrestling podcast I was doing a dating podcast uh so that was fun where I used to talk about different topics of dating and how it could be hard and I used to do it with another uh, a guy friend that I knew for years so uh he wind up getting promoted so he wind up leaving uh so I wind up changing into uh wrestling and i used to do aw uh with somebody which they left uh but i also used to focus on the indie side so pretty much i revamped a couple of months ago to completely indies because that's where my heart completely lies in uh so yeah it's been nuts to think about all the years that i've been podcasting and how i've switched with different things but i think i found my niche now pretty much in the world of podcasts but it's frustrating sometimes yes <laughs> that that yeah. is a funny story and and i like you you said i was in business with uh and they laughing uh and they yep. <laughs> 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 we're, not gonna, yeah. we're not gonna air out the dirty laundry for you. Uh -huh. okay, okay i see all right yeah <laughs> all right um I'll, I'll go i'll go next so um I never really got into podcasting at all. So like um, the reason why the Square Circle podcast came about was because on October 19, 2019, that was uh, WWE's pay-per-view Hell in a Cell. And that pay-per-view got me really upset. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to start a podcast and like rant about it just because, you know, I my personality is that like I jump in headfirst to a lot of things. And that's why like, you know, I have, you know, 
the career that I have and then previously working for like WWE. So I usually say that I was a ex WWE employee turned podcaster now uh, because I was just ranting about WWE and how to like fix WWE, even ranting about AEW and how to fix AEW. And um, I had no experience, nothing at all. I just did whatever I needed to do and learned as I go. Um, the ups and downs was that, was that, um, well, the ups were that I decided to get into the podcasting community and there are like some people that are really helpful and then some people not helpful. Um, and then the downs were just like, you know, what else can I do? Like, can I change my format? Can I do this? Can I do that? So I did everything trial by error, uh, just to get to where I'm at today. And it pretty like worked out. It worked out great. Uh, now my podcast changed into just focusing on New Japan Pro Wrestling to give that side more of a voice and more of an exposure since that's the main company that gives me like the most joy uh, when I review my wrestling and stuff. But yeah. And then I also added like my WWE stories on there too, to make it interesting. Uh, so that people could like come and listen, but like it changed from 2019 all the way to now. I'm very proud of it. So yeah, that's basically my little bit <laughs> for it. Nice. Nice. I'll go next. <laughs> Um, so I actually started um, wrestling wine down with a friend that I had in college. Um, we both went to school for journalism and media studies. And I was on Twitter one day and she had posted something about Monday Night Raw. And we were friends for a while, but we never knew that we both had wrestling in common. And I remember tweeting her being like, you like wrestling? And she's like, yeah. And we kind of played around with the idea of like doing YouTube or a podcast. So we finally settled on doing a podcast about wrestling. But we noticed there was a lack of female representation within, you know, professional wrestling podcasts. So we didn't really have anyone to like look up to. We wanted to, you know, be that voice for, you know, females and males who watch wrestling, who don't fit in with like the stereotypical wrestling podcasts that are out there. Um, and th the reason why I came into it was we wanted to be different. We didn't just want to talk about wrestling. We wanted to also talk about something different. My friend loved beer and I was like, I'm not really a beer drinker. I said, what about wine? And then I randomly was like, what about wrestling wine down? You know, you have smack down, take smack out, put wine in there. And that's how we started. Um, we recorded in our college facility. We were in there for about half of our episodes. And then the pandemic started. And mm -hmm. I just decided to take it home and just start recording there. Um, now it's just me doing the podcast. But, you know, it's been such an incredible experience. I've been able to work with people like Iridian Fiero of the Rest Friends podcast. I've worked with, you know, some people on here like the Queen of NE and Mimi and, you know, lovely Laveau. So many people that they've really brought a lot to my podcast. And I'm very thankful that I've had the opportunity to work with them. And, you know, now I see so many female podcasters who are just, you know, proud to talk about wrestling. And it makes me so excited to see what the future holds. Because when we started, I, I think Queen of Any was around, those wrestling girls. Um, I remember seeing DDT Divas, but like it was so sparse. And now I see so many and it just makes me proud as a female wrestling fan and as a podcaster. Kudos to that. Um, so I'll go next. I uh, started podcasting, I think, 2016. Um, it started way back when, when I was in the sixth grade and... Um, my then podcast partner was my sixth grade um, classmate. And he came in with a, a WWF magazine with Hulk Hogan on it. And I was like, what's that? And he was, and he showed it to me because I don't know how old you guys are here, but 
a class, I don't know if anybody did reading now when like right after recess, you had like 15 minutes or 20 minutes to read. And so our teacher used to say, don't bring any magazines. She was a black teacher and she was like, I don't want any black, I don't want any magazines, I want a book. Um, and she, um, so amazing. And she, and he brought a magazine that day being <laughs> defiant. Um, and Hulk Hogan was on it. And I just fell in love with wrestling. Then fast forward used to listen to, I think it was WrestleZone and he was on WrestleZone, but I didn't know who he was, but we started communicating on Twitter because he, um, operated under a different screen name. And so mm. he posted a picture one day and I was like, gosh, that looks like Ray. And so when I, we started going back and forth and it turns out he was my classmate that used to sit right next to me and that turned me into um, wrestling. And he um, we started doing a podcast together called Big Ray and the Wrestling Chick. So he's the one that gave me my name. And um, um, it's since it, I've joined the bigger crew cause he was, I was only female in the crew. Um, and then that kind of weighed down cause you know, people work, we had jobs. so schedules weren't aligning and then that kind of fell through a little bit right and then I started writing and I and I always written like short stories as a kid I love to write and so now I started writing about wrestling and it became a form of therapy for me you know what I mean I'm a single mom um raising a kid at the time he was into wrestling um I used to write him when he was away at school um I'm sorry away at camp I sent him to a four-week camp away and um it was during the summertime so i used to write him every time monday night raw came on like after monday night raw i would write him a letter and then after Aww. smackdown i would write him a letter oh, when and was the write, wedding huh when was the wedding wedding yes did you guys get married no, my son. Oh, oh, my God. oh my God. This is one oh, wait. hell of a like, story. Where are they wedding? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Come on it's back. Late there. It's late there. Okay. Come on back. Okay, okay. so you're writing your son every night, Monday Night Raw. Mm -hmm. um, so he's 18 now. Fast forward, he's 18, about to go to college, oh, and he wow. don't watch wrestling with his mama no more. So oh. that's okay. Um, but now, um, so then I started doing something else um, with another friend and um, that, you know, schedules or whatever. And then now I, I decided, I said, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to write anymore. And when I started working for WWE, I used to work there too. Um, I just didn't want to muddy the waters because you know, sometimes you don't know what the restrictions are. So I didn't want to muddy the waters really. And the only podcast that I really did during that time was um, Lowe's podcast. Cause I just felt like it was during 316 day, we were doing this whole promotion thing with the t-shirts and stuff. So I thought it was like, it was perfect. Um, got permission for that. It was all good. But then um, wasn't doing that got laid off. And then I just said, you know what, I kind of want to do something different. And the spaces thing started popping off. And um, I knew, I don't think April, you know, I don't, I think April knew who Ellis was, but I don't think he, she knew who Corey was. And I was just like, these three, these are three people that I absolutely adore off to the side. Let me just get everybody together. You know what I mean? They don't know each other. That's the perfect mix. And we have been doing it since what, August, I think, or May, I want to say. We've been doing it since May every week. 
and it's just been really really great we're we're we've got the funniest group chat and it's it's just been amazing um and that just opened doors for other opportunities for me to write on on other you know on columns on um just be guest spots on on different um podcasts so it was hard in the beginning because i kind of feel like um you, you, for me i just want to write right I, I love the spaces because I feel like you do it and you're out and that's it. You don't have to worry about a stream yard and all this yeah. graphic stuff. It's just voice and you can say it and it's fun and it's quick and then you're out. But then I feel like it's morphed into so many different opportunities. And I'm very much a person where if I get an opportunity, I'm going to bring somebody along with me and, you know, the other two, like I've been on podcasts where I'm like, you probably should have Ellis on there. You probably should have Corey on there. You know, Corey and I, we have a sneaker thing. Now April has come into the pack with the sneaker thing. It's like, you know, it, it's it's just been such a journey for the four of us. And they're just like my second family. And I absolutely love them. So, yeah. That's so sweet. Nice. Uh, I'll go next um, since that seems like a good segue. Um, I actually, like Queen of the Indies, um, I was a guest on several other podcasts that had nothing to do with wrestling. Um, I had been told several times, you, you should have your own podcast. You should have your own podcast. Um, I have four kids. I go to college on campus full time and I have a job. So I don't, I, I never had Jesus. time for my own podcast. <laughs> um, I was like, let, let me just be a guest on your podcast. I can come in. Like Mimi just mentioned, I can come in. I can do my thing. You guys can edit and you guys can, you know, reap the glory of your own podcast. Um, so I actually do still um, contribute to those podcasts. I'm actually recording with one of the Christmas podcasts tomorrow night. Um, but Mimi came last, it was last spring. Uh, you know, we were all home because of the pandemic. Um, we had all been wrestling fans. I've known Mimi for a few years. Um, I've known Ellis probably actually longer than I've known Mimi, but it was more of a casual relationship and I didn't know Corey. Um, and Mimi just came along and she's like, I've got this, uh, you know, let's try this Twitter space. And like she said, it was, it, it's an easy in, easy out. Um, you know, I, I really admire the people who do the full on podcast because I know how much work goes into it. And it's like, just thinking about it is, is terrifying to me. Um, so that's, that's kind of why I love our Twitter space so much because I, st we still get the, the ability to talk about wrestling, our own experiences in wrestling, but we also get to interact with other people. Um, I think I like the spaces format because you're allowed to bring in other speakers. So if somebody else ha wants to contribute to the conversation, so we've got regular guests that come in every single, you know, twice a week um, and contribute. We get new people that, co that come in and contribute. Um, and it, it, it helps keep things fresh because you're always getting those new opinions. And I, I have a bad habit of like my own opinions, I put blinders on and I don't tend to consider other aspects or other, you know, avenues for the story um, or, you know, other, just other opinions. And it's really nice to hear and like light bulb moment, like, oh, well, I never thought about that way. And I think the group has actually talked talked me down off several ledges when I get very frustrated with wrestling and I'm just like on a rampage and they're like, well, look at it this way. <laughs> and so I, I feel like the podcast and the, the, the group interactions really help with just seeing different aspects of wrestling and seeing different opinions. And when you do that, it, it, it makes it a lot more fun um, and it makes it a lot less because it, it's easy to get frustrated with you know, 
what you think the WWE should be doing or what you think AEW should be doing, but when you hear it in a different way from a different perspective, it's, you know, like, like I said, it's like that light bulb moment. Um, so that's why I really enjoy doing what we do in the format that we do. Um, so that's, that's basically what I got. Um, of course, with podcasting, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people don't know about. And just bringing up three of them, um, I guess in your favorite to least favorite from actually filming it, um, editing it, or staying on track to make sure you post it consecutively at the same time, like which is the hardest or which is your favorite, either way. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I, I hate editing. I hate it. Oh my God, I hate it so much. Mm -hmm. So much so that I stopped. <laughs> I was like, listen, what it is is what it is. And what you say is what you say. And if something goes wrong, I'll fix it. But other than that, <laughs> thank you, Jesus, post. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I can't. But the, the, I think like the most fun is the actual recording. Because when you meet with people, especially people you don't really know, you're never quite sure what's going to happen. Right. Or like, who's gonna tell you what? Mm -hmm. um, like I had one of my most fun interviews with Effie, independent wrestling daddy of our hearts. Um, mm -hmm. I found out a lot of things <laughs> and he was so wonderful. And it was like the most fun because it was so unexpected that that I think was like the best part of, of what we do is you never quite know. Um, and some things are like, you know, such a sure thing, you know, okay, I'm going to review this show or I'm going to talk to, you know, one of my friends and I know we're going to have a good time, but it's the unexpected, I think is the, the best part, but the editing, no thanks. <laughs> I actually enjoy so. the editing. I like do it. You? Oh yeah. I like, that's like my favorite me? part. <laughs> I was thinking the same things. Like, can we say all our editing to you? Because yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah I, I love editing. Um, for me, the hardest is just trying to get people to commit to being a co-host. Um, like when I started, I had people who were like, yeah, I want to do this podcast with you. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then people started like dropping off and like not wanting to do it and not committing. And, um, you know, when I thought I was getting on a roll with it, the pandemic happened and then I was like, okay, maybe we can do it remotely. And then people kind of like didn't want to commit to that. And I don't know if I found out that a lot of people that I know who was willing to contribute were more of writers and they were more willing to write or do photography and they kind of didn't want to go in the podcast space. And um, I guess maybe the fear of, I mean, we all know how the wrestling community can be sometimes and it can be talked toxic so i mean for me the hardest was just trying to um get someone to help co-host but i love editing i would say for me at least it's like the hardest part is probably doing research because i do a lot of interviews and it's just hard to come up with a question that they haven't been asked before and i try to ask something that's outside of wrestling a little bit every now and then just because i don't want it to be everything about wrestling but probably my favorite thing is like when I tweet about it, getting questions from other people and getting their perspective on them. And like being part of like the Love Wrestling group, I get to ask them their like the Slack chat that we have. Hey, do you guys have any questions? And some of them, they know these wrestlers because most of them have been from Canada so far. So it's just nice to see how they bring up their personal like, you know, little adventures they have with them and how they know them into these questions. And to see their reactions when I ask, when I ask them about it mm -hmm. too and see their faces. 
but it's just also nice to like see with like oh how you know how did you get into wrestling why did you like it and when i even asked them about like their matches because most of them have been to promote our shows and love wrestling so far so i'm asking them about their matches coming up and how they feel about the experience it's just incredible to see their faces and they're like yeah i can't wait to kick their butt and it happened today on twitter so it's just nice to see like the reactions they get between one another yeah i feel that like mean queen of any interviewed alex zane oh my god oh we did that together oh my god that podcast mean queen had set questions for that interview and it turned into food talk the entire episode. He has a lot of opinions on food, don't he? It was we just we it just kept segue back to food. It was it was incredible. It was such a fun experience. And you know, I do a lot of interviews myself, so that's always the best. But I can tell you, one of the downfalls that I have found, and I don't know if anybody's like experienced this, and I know like me and Queen have talked about it, is that there's been so much toxic and there's so much, you know speaking out movement happens and it's hard because you don't know the backstory of some of these people that you interview and then mm -hmm. things come out way later and then it's upsetting and this is one of my frustrations is that yeah you know those wrestlers or whoever they get attacked i get attacked as well because then they start coming at me because i've done these interviews with these people you know wow. maybe a month ago or a year ago or stuff like that. So it's like upsetting because it's like, I put all this work into making thumbnails and making layouts. And I do all my podcasts live, those interviews, you know, and then it's like, I involve the chat and all this work that I put into this one particular interview. And then I got to take it down because then I start getting attacked. But I didn't know this from whenever, you know, I had that person on. I must've mm -hmm. took down like a couple of interviews because they got outed like way later. And then, like I said, that's one of the hardest things for me is like, I'm getting attacked too. And I'm like, I didn't know this. Like we all didn't know this about yeah, this person. Right. When people do that. You're like, yes. I found out with you. Hello. Yeah. Like I didn't do it. Like people were like, you don't vet your, your guests. They're like, well, how the hell was I supposed to know that this person was an ass? Like, you know, but it's hard. It's, it's heartbreaking. And it's like, it kind of put, it probably puts you down that you put, hard work into something and you gotta like take it down you know and maybe you had a lot of fun that's probably like one of my worst things about podcasting yeah i think the worst because i had this happen to me today is um prepping for an interview and then they cancel last minute that yeah. by far is like the most and then uh, it's just kind of like you you spend a lot of time like getting the format and questions and you know the direction and all this other stuff and it's just kind of like okay this is and then you try not to be mad that's i think that's one of the many pet peeves but that's one of what that's that happened to me literally today and i'm just like i could have spent two hours doing something else like i still got paid but yeah so here we are um so uh, any other ups and downs with podcasting that you guys that you guys are like it comes to mind? I want to know since you guys are a little quite a loud one now. It seems to me because I'm not I'm not I'm not a podcaster. You guys had like to be great in history in school or something because you guys come with these dates, <laughs> time stamps, like weather temperatures, like oh, on the top of the head, or do you just like look at like to me like. Were you good in history? 
So, a really well, funny story. That's what I do for my job. Okay. <laughs> I teach children history. Okay. So, that's really funny you said that. I am really good with dates. Let's put that together. Yes. Uh, you would square circle. I can't see everyone's face because it's so tiny. You're oh. like, October 10th, 2019, it was 74 degrees outside. And so, so <laughs> I'm like, oh, um, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, what's up? Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just because um, I like to keep dates about like specific accomplishments that I do. So like, um, I've always had good like sort of memory uh, retention. Uh, so you know, before getting into wrestling, uh, I fell in love with uh, writing, and I have my degree in uh, creative writing and a publishing certificate too. So like, you know, just doing research was always like fun for me to like learn these facts and uh, learn other things. Um, also, a side note, since I live here in New York City, I almost got my license to like to have tours to tell people, oh, this building here is this and that. Oh, wow. So like it, I always find it fascinating to like do the research. And that's why if you hear my podcast, I do have to like go back to specific dates and be like, this thing happened between these two wrestlers. And this is why this is important in this story. So like it just helps with everything. I, I just like researching. And if I knew that, um, you know, maybe in a different parallel universe, if wrestling was a subject in college, like I would ace it and I would just be a teacher for that. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, like as a journalist, you've got to like, for me, I like to write about facts. I love wrestling. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a fan of it. The storylines, all of that. But when you ask me a specific reason of why I like somebody or whatever, I can give you the chronological order of when it happened, how it happened, why it's significant, mm -hmm. Roman Reigns, like all of it, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I can go. I have an article coming out in Fightful of why he is the next um, Mr. Ro uh, Mr. WrestleMania. And I give chronological order of where it began, where the hiccups are and why he now is by far like one of the top wrestlers in the world. And like um, like Marie said, research is key. And I just, I love it, you know, especially if I don't know, I wrote an article about mm -hmm. Dude and I didn't know anything about her. You know, mm -hmm. I never watched the Indies. Um, I only saw her here. So the name thing didn't really bother me as much. But when I, I had to go in and dig deep about her background and who she was. And when you start putting the pieces together, she is the same wrestler that she was in the Indies now. It's just the name. It doesn't even make a difference that there's a name. And I just instantly became a fan of hers. So for, for me, it's chronological order. And I'm always asking questions like, but why do you think that? Like, did you mm -hmm. see that? Where did you see it? You mm -hmm. know? what site was that on? Like, you know what I mean? Almost like, was it in the New York Times type situation? <laughs> you know, I need to know facts. And plus being a mom, like, you remember everything. Everything. My my secret to remembering everything is have co-hosts that remember everything. <laughs> and that's Corey. Corey I have a, I have a horrible I have a horrible memory. Um, I am actually like I'm a research geologist. That's what I do. Um, and so my life is spent researching and digging holes in the ground and researching and researching and researching. Um, so when it comes to like name or not names but like dates 
Um, I have co-hosts that are geniuses when it comes to that. Um, and so I fall back on them. That's, that is my, yeah. that is my secret to the game. Yeah. Corey, we'll talk about something and Corey will pop up and be like, on the Monday night episode of Raw in 1994 when Shawn Michaels <laughs> went against blah, blah, blah. And we're like, what is the tights that he had on? And it's really significant. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> super deep dive. <laughs> we're trying to find out of something. We're like, Corey, where's Corey? We go straight to Corey because he remembers everything. Like he's our resident his, um, wrestling historian. So let's talk about um, the time you fell in love with wrestling. Like, um, I mean, I'm sure it's with anything else when people talk about, I don't know, collecting cards or whatever else people do. Um, but I love hearing that because everybody has different stories. Like, you know, some people they've been, They've been in it to win it since they were like three. And then some people, it's like they were watching with the boyfriend and now the boyfriend's no longer, but wrestling's still there. Um, so like, you know, tell tell us about like the time where it's like, this is, this is no matter what wrestling, I'm, I'm always going to be in love with it. I don't know if I can go first, but <laughs> um, to me, I remember watching wrestling the first time around. I remember when Lita was pregnant and I was sitting next to my dad asking him, like, what happened to her? Why is she crying? Because I was so young at the time. I didn't understand any of it. But I don't remember, like, watching it like that until, like, years later when I moved here. Because I'm from Puerto Rico and I moved to Orlando. And moving to Orlando, I remember watching it with him. And I fell in love with people like Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. And... It's just like they ignited the love for me. And then I feel like I even though I've been watching it, I feel like there was like people like CM Punk that kind of reignited my love again. And then going back now to NXT, seeing the four horsewomen and like people like Paige and Emma, I feel like they reignited their love I have for wrestling. And then it made me feel even better knowing they would go to the main roster and I would go see even more from them later on. And being here in Orlando, I've been able to have had the great opportunity of being there for the takeovers and the tapings and like the Mayan Classic and things like that. So seeing those different events for me, have really made me fall in love with wrestling and doing the shows now. Like even I do a show um, NXT for Love Wrestling on Tuesday. So watching NXT now, I love doing it. And then I do Wednesdays, I do AEW. So little things like that. There's certain people that make me like like it and they brought me in. And, you know, I haven't stopped ever since. Um, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, so my dad got me into wrestling. Uh, he got me into NWA, uh, Mid South, uh, IWA Mid South, like all the old school uh, wrestling. Um, and you know, I just fell in love with it. I always tell people that, like, you know, I was like seven years old when I got into it because I don't really remember exactly when. But seven, seven seems fine to tell people. Um, and then it just grew from there. We watched uh, WWE together. Uh, you know, when I was old enough, he took me to some like Ring of Honor events, um, which was really amazing. Um, and then like, you know, I just told him that I want to work for WWE. And that was my dream uh, ever since I was like seven. And I finally made it uh, to WWE in 2018. So uh, he passed away last year, but at least he knows that I made it. And that was like one of like the biggest accomplishments that I've ever uh, done. And it was all thanks to him that got me into wrestling. I never fell out of wrestling. I always knew that I was like destined to be in wrestling, whether that was to be a wrestler, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh, Cause you know, I even tried wrestling after WWE, but um, taking bumps suck. 
Um, so that's so that's that's, that's a no go because my body is like, what's wrong with you? Don't right. don't you dare fall. You're not supposed to. Uh, but I do enjoy running the ropes, Ellie's. But I'm not a wrestler. I'm here uh, being a podcaster and trying to uh, put wrestlers over, trying to put my friends over as much as I can. And that's just thanks to like the love that my dad like passed on to me. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. So. Um, I actually started watching WWE randomly. So I was at my grandma's house and I was flicking through the channels and I saw John Cena on the Spanish channel. I don't speak Spanish, but I kept watching. And every Sunday it would come on Telemundo and I would just tune in until I finally realized this stuff comes on in English. And I just, you know, start watching it from there. I did fall, you know, out of it when I was like 13 through like 15, didn't really watch it. And then... Um, I want to say probably like 17, 18, started kind of casually watching again. And then, you know, as I got older, now I've watched it a lot. Um, honestly, I think every time I go to a live event or I do a podcast where I learn something, I fall more in love with it. I already know I'm going to have a post-event depression after I go to WrestleMania because it's I know so it's just going to be fun. like, ugh, I know I'm just going to be so excited and you know mm -hmm. eager to see everything going on and it's my first wrestlemania so you know i'm just so excited but you know i've had so many interviews where i leave and i feel like my guest has given me something with it you know whether it's knowledge or like connections like i just did an interview with karen peterson she's fully into joshi wrestling i have never watched joshi wrestling she taught me so much and i remember leaving that interview and i was like wow like I really want to, you know, start watching Joshi. Like, just being able to learn from my guests, I feel like, makes me fall more in love with wrestling. Uh, so, me, uh, God, I don't even remember. This is showing my age, <laughs> pretty much. But all I remember is, like, being young, watching WWF when I was a kid with my dad. And then it was, like, all, like, Shawn Michaels and bret hart and you know owen hart and all all that fun stuff um and then i actually fell out right just when like the attitude era actually came about i was like okay life is about coming around i was like i gotta go to school i gotta get a job i gotta like do this and like i you know something had to like give so i kind of fell out i got back in i want to say 10 years ago maybe a little more something around that uh because i used to bowl and my friends were all talking about wrestling and i was like how is wrestling so i started getting back into wrestling and uh started watching wwe i don't watch wwe anymore it's been a long time but that's where like my heart fell into the indies because i had a friend who was a referee uh so i went to go support him being a ref uh and then Anybody that knows me knows my story about Anthony Gangone, who's one of my favorite independent wrestlers, who I decided to support him uh, by going to other promotions that he was working at, which led me into my love of the indie so much of finding new wrestlers and uh, new promotions that I had no idea existed, but it's insane. It's it's insane how much wrestling there's out there. And if there's things you don't like, I'm I guarantee you there'll be other things you will like. Uh, so I didn't think that I would ever be into deathmatch wrestling, and I am all for it, and I get hit all the time with light tubes and steel chairs and barbed wire and all that fun stuff. And I I love it, you know. So I love that intimate feel 
Uh, that's one of the best things about the Indies is that it's very intimate. You can be at a place that has 20 people. You can be at a place that has 500 people or, you know, and it gets, it gets really rowdy, but you get that personal touch with all the wrestlers and promoters. And, you know, it really is a beautiful community uh, when people come together and you get to meet a whole bunch of friends too, which is nice. Oh. <laughs> Um, for me, uh, my love of wrestling probably started when I was um, a little kid. I like to say when I was a baby because um, my mom would leave me with my grandfather and he just loved wrestling so much. So if nice. I was over his house, he would just have it on and I would be watching. And um, I really took to it um, compared to his other grandchildren, like out of like 11 grandchildren, I'm like the like biggest wrestling fan. Um, so it was kind of like our thing, me and him. And um, I kind of, I always watch wrestling. I never stopped, but kind of like in my high school years, I wasn't as passionate about it. Like I didn't enjoy it as much. And then when I went off to college, I started to join wrestling groups, um, in-person groups and online groups. So that kind of like re reignited my passion for it. And um, it really helped me like feel like I'm more of a hardcore fan now because I joined like these online groups and in college I was in like these in-person groups so it's just been a long journey of being a wrestling fan um for me I started watching wrestling like with because just because my dad did in the early 90s um I watched on and off through the Attitude Era. Um, you know, it was something fun to do, but I stopped watching for the longest time, um, probably until, I'm gonna say 2016, where I actually met somebody who wrestles with the WWE and we became friends. Um, and so like, so I think it was uh, WrestleMania 33, the one in Orlando. Um, I watched it just, you know, cause I'd watched wrestling in the past and now I had somebody who, you know, that I was watching for. Um, and my daughter, actually, all my kids sat around and watched with me. Um, so my daughter, who is now, she was only, I think, seven, eight years old at the time. She's 13 now. Um, she actually was the one who kind of fell for it. And she she like instantly became obsessed with Kevin Owens, uh, which is very fitting because Kevin Owens is kind of this heel character. And my daughter is very much a little heel character. Um, so she, like... I had tweeted something on uh, on Twitter about him um, and it just, they kind of, from there, they grew this little relationship, like my daughter and Kevin Owens just via Twitter. Like she was like, oh, buy her the t-shirt. So I bought her the t-shirt and he's like, oh, you know, they, now her the, the world is available to her. Um, so she started wanting to go to wrestling shows. I'm sorry, I started taking more of my kids. I started taking my son um, and it, it uh, towards the end of 2017, she actually went backstage and met Kevin Owens because he invited her backstage. Um, so seeing nice. my kids fall in love with it and seeing how great some of these wrestlers are to their fans um, and seeing how well my daughter was treated, that's when I really fell in love with it. Um, it. It became something more than just watching on TV. I had friends who, you know, I was making friends through social media, like Mimi, um, you know, we met via Twitter. Mm -hmm just over wrestling um you know it was something that i was able to bond with over my kids we've gone to so i've taken my son to wrestlemania before i've taken my other kids to wrestling shows um we've traveled for you know we've traveled as far away we live in north carolina but we've traveled as far away as like st louis for a uh, money in the bank pay-per-view i took my daughter too um so it became 
it, kind of a family thing and it became something that I was able to just spend more time, you know, it, it's such a busy world. Um, and with everything from school and work and all that stuff, it, it's something that we could stop and we could enjoy together. Um, and that's kind of, you know, about five years ago, that's when I fell back really in love with wrestling. Um, I totally just was about to say something. Oh my God, I had such a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, let's speak it into existence. So of course there's probably like thousands of people you guys would love to interview, but like if you have a choice to interview a dream person, like tomorrow, who would it be? Like, who would it be? Man, <laughs> I need new bucket list to be honest with you. Like I've hit all my, I feel like I've hit all my bucket lists, and it's hard. That's like hard. I don't even know anymore. To be honest, uh, I, I would want to interview Vicky Guerrero. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I would say that um, you know, I have a mini list, even though I have to get over my overthinking and my shyness to actually like do interviews. Um, you know, uh, it would be uh, Michael Richards uh, from the uh, New Zealand Dojo because uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling just put up their documented uh, series for, uh, you know, what it's like to be in the dojo. And me and him have like already talked back and forth and like DMs because I write reviews for each episode. So uh, he's pretty cool to like uh, talk with. So I would rather get him on there to talk about like the show and again, to still promote like New Japan. So he'll be my pick. Nice. I have Bianca Belair for me. Yes, there we go. (laughs) 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 He's just amazing. She knows she understood the assignment before she was given the assignment, and (laughs) she has the definition of homegrown. Yes, same here. Bianca Belair. Still holding out hope for Renee Paquette. I would love to interview her and pick her mind. And a random one would be Wardlow because I just made a hashtag wine and Wardlow Wednesdays. And I feel like he needs to know about it. <laughs> yeah, I support that. <laughs> I like that. For me, yeah, I think it's so nice and sweet. I'm so glad to see all her success oh, sorry. for sure. Um, I feel like I have two different ones, different like spectrums. I think I have like Rollins because he's the one I fell in love out of the shield <laughs> out of the three members. But then when it comes to female, I think somebody like Zelina being that she has a Puerto Rican background, I would like to pick up her mind and, you know, see somebody that obviously came from the island or like has family with Puerto Rican heritage come up to WWE and be what she's doing right now. I love seeing her on a weekly basis. So I just, I, I can identify with her. Um, for me, probably Naomi, because she was um, kind of my inspiration for starting DDT Divas, um, her champion SmackDown Women's uh, Championship reign and the GLOW title. I just love the belt, the GLOW belt. And so probably Naomi. That's my that's my number two as well. Some of mine were already said, but I, I want to throw in Kenny Omega. I love oh, him. I could speak to him. I just want to pick his brain. I just think he's really creative and has so much more to offer just outside of wrestling, too, that he'd be really fun to have a chat with. Seems kind of kooky, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would say Randy Orton for me. Um, he's 
very pretty to look at. <laughs> 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 but also, I, I feel like he has so much experience in the business. And he has evolved both as a character over the years and as a person over the years. Um, you know, just to kind of get his... Um, his take on on that um he's he's very good at what he does and i think that's why he is my favorite because he is so good at reinventing himself and making you believe it every single time and he's been doing it for what 25 years maybe 20 I don't forever know. yes um so yeah he would be mine oh uh, you're putting me on the spot man like i don't know like... <laughs> it's a high one uh, it is hard. It's hard because like I interview so many people that it's like I feel like I hit a lot of my bucket list. But like indie wise, I'm probably gonna go with Wheeler Yuta because I want to talk about his perfect, beautiful bridge. <laughs> Anybody knows? Like, oh my god, I can't. And if we're gonna talk about people being pretty, then we're gonna talk about Matt Jackson. Uh, because <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my god. I need to ask him why he stopped doing the locomotion, and I need it back so bad. <laughs> oh my, okay. <laughs> well then, here it is. Uh, I think we got everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's, it's time to put yourself over, um, talk about your podcast. This is also an opportunity if there's any other podcast. I didn't realize there's only a capacity of 10 people, but I don't think we could have had any more people on here anyway. The boxes have just got way too small. Um, so put over your podcast or put over whatever it is that you want to put over and where people can follow you and all that good stuff. Well, if anybody doesn't mind, I'll go first because I hear my baby crying, so I gotta go. Um, but first of all, I want to thank you so much for inviting me on to chat with all you wonderful ladies. This has just been such a treat. Little little mom's night out <laughs> on the podcasting uh, time. So I want to thank you so much for inviting me and It's been a, a real pleasure. For old friends and new, um, my name is The Queen of Any. You can follow me at The Queen of Any on Twitter. You can follow my podcast, Queen's Court, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's there. Uh, but follow me mostly on Twitter. That's where I am most. Um, talk a lot of trash and uh, try to have a lot of fun. You know, good good humor, though. Not bad trash. Good trash. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just want to put over women in wrestling, whether they're in the ring, behind the stage, on commentary. doesn't matter where they are. Journalism, podcasting, uh, support women in wrestling and women in general. So thank you so much. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, you too. Thanks for joining <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay. um, so Mimi you can catch me on Twitter just like Queen of NE talking trash positive trash well <laughs> is trash positive uh, okay yeah that. Um, I am Mimi Shells on Twitter uh, you can catch us on both April and I on Turnbull Talk Spaces on Tuesdays at 7 and Fridays at 10pm at the after party Nice. All right. So, um, you know, thank you for having me here. This was fantastic uh, to talk about all of this. Uh, I really enjoy it. Um, so once again, I am Marie Shadows. Follow me over on Twitter at Marie underscore Shadows, where I talk wrestling 24-7 and just interact with a bunch of uh, amazing people. Um, you can also follow me on my Twitch channel because I'm trying to grow that. Twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore Shadows. 
You can also follow me at my coffee page, ko-fi.com forward slash Marie underscore shadows. Think of it like a Patreon, but it's better than a Patreon because I give you options. You can shop there. You can um, uh, ask me for commissions. You can even go to my membership or even give me a one-time donation and then be on your merry way. Um, on the coffee page, I have my writings there where I uh, basically review the um, New Japan uh, series for Lions War. I catch you up on New Japan Cup. I catch you up on the Best of the Super Juniors. And you could also find uh, my special project. It's a wrestling novel. Uh, it's a fictionalized wrestling novel. It's not an autobiography, but it's a fictionalized wrestling novel that you can find there. So, yeah, just follow me all of my social medias, Twitter, Twitch, and the coffee website. Oh, uh, well, okay, I guess I'll go. So I'm the queen of the indies. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at lovesadream82, L-U-V-S, the number two, dream82. Again, host the Indie Wrestling Corner. I'm everywhere as well that you can listen to your podcast about twitter uh i kind of really do uh again interviews when i work around the wrestlers and on the weekends i'm at shows so then i do uh indie talks where again i do backstage stuff so i upload all that stuff randomly depending on the show so actually i'm going to take a little break i'm doing my last interview tomorrow i'm taking a week and a half i need it i'm shot i need to recharge myself uh but i'll be back in a week and a half so i'll be doing more interviews getting all those peeps uh behind so yeah so if you want to learn about wrestlers before they get over to the big picture definitely check me out so but thank you again for having me on. I appreciate it. So, and all you lovely people, I give you a follow so I can join you on your socials as well, too. I'll go next. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity to join you guys. Um, I've been following you guys for a while. You do a very good job at, you know, spotlighting women in wrestling as well as showcasing a lot of the different female creators that we have within our community. So, you know, I'm very appreciative that you guys do have this platform. Um, I am Lo. I am the founder and host of Wrestling Wind Down. You can follow us at WWDCAST. We are on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we have merch, as you can see right there, Wine316. Um, it is on whatamaneuver.net. Um, we have it in a wide array of different colors. Um, what else do we have? A lot. We will be in Dallas. We're trying to see some WrestleMania and all the different indie shows um want to shout out a couple people that um are within the women's wrestling community that have been doing a very good job um Iridian Fierro of the Rest Friends podcast Teddy Chavez of the Rest Friends podcast their cousins um out of Chicago do their own podcast they do an amazing job um Ella J of a wrestling gal she does an amazing job she's also part of um this network as well um so many um those wrestling girls kayfabe queens um Brittany Sacco, she's a cosplayer here in Las Vegas. You have Casey Leendo out of Texas. Uh, she's also a cosplayer. Nekamura or Nicole, wonderful graphic designer. I could go on for days, but there's just so many women in our community that I think we really need to uplift and appreciate, you know, the stuff that they're putting out and support as much as possible. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, I'll go next. Um, I want to say thank you for having me on. It's nice to see, like, put, putting faces to the, some of the names I've seen on Twitter so far. Um, but you can find me on Twitter, which is Astro Pizarro, like I have it right there. Um, usually I do Tuesday's NXT post reactions. Uh, so it'll be on Love Wrestling CA, or I do on Wednesdays the watch along for AEW as well. And on the weekends, I like to release my interviews for Astro Ass series. So just follow Love Wrestling. I have the link in my bio as well on Twitter. 
uh, my interviews are there on YouTube, and then we go live on Twitch specifically on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So just like if you go on my Twitter, you can find the link tree there, and you can find everything I'm doing. Love wrestling and follow them. We have a lot of good stuff going on. We have people like Ella that have joined us recently, so it's nice to get that experience of working with people like her. Um, you can find me. I do pretty much all of my wrestling talk on Twitter. Um, I am at where to the number two next April. Um, like Mimi said, we do talk on Tuesdays and Friday nights. Um, if you've ever got a burning, uh, you know, opinion that you need to get off your chest, um, you can come through and, you know, have a, have a voice. Uh, so I think that is about it, right? Mimi? <laughs> it's just it's a good way to chime in sometimes you have some i'm a, the type of person that has to say what they want to say right away or else i may going to get it and, you know so it, it's a good avenue if you come on through and and uh have a couple of minutes to get it off your chest um i'm shot ddt divas um DDT Divas, you can find us on uh, facebook a facebook page twitter instagram um I believe there's a Discord. Of course, there's ddtdivas.com where all of our writing, um, reviews, columns, um, Q&As, um, everything's on the website. Um, podcasts, um, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Currently, it's on hiatus, but thinking about bringing it back. Um, also, a merch store and buy me um, a cookie. So... <laughs> Which is buy me a coffee, but I say cookie because cookies are better. I'm not a coffee yes. drinker. So, and I just want to say thank you for having me on. And I just want to thank the DDT Divas team, anyone who helped us along the way. So, I want to thank you guys too. I, I apologize. I, I, I just shot off and I didn't say thank you. I've been watching you guys for a long time, especially you, um, TK. You have just been, you know, I, I came across uh, Black Wrestling Twitter. Um, so to speak, women's wrestling Twitter over the pandemic. And mm -hmm. we have just been introduced to so many different um, queens that are out there. And Lowe was one of them. And um, Queen of NE was one of them. And DDT was one of them. And I just admire what you guys are doing. Um, every time I get a chance um, when I'm working, I play your stuff and you guys are just doing really, really amazing work. And um, I commend you. So thank you so much for having us on. That is GTK. All right, we want to plug your, your show that just dropped because we keep forgetting it every week. Yes, I'm going to remember this time. <laughs> so all my stuff is Ayla the Fox. And I might come on and ask some questions because clearly I forget stuff as I'm saying it. And um, every Monday, I drop on the scroll with Ayla where I highlight the buzz of the biz, basically just stuff that the women of wrestling are posting on their social media. Um, and then also, um, we're going to be in Dallas, Texas for The Collective on Jordan on Spring Break and The World of Lucha with my hubs, Air Fox. And then we'll be at WrestleMania. So if anybody's there, of course, stop by. Um, our member, our student and best friend, one of our friends now, of course, um, Austin Theory is going to be making his WrestleMania debut. So we'll be excited to see him there. So, of course, watch that and cheer him on. And then in April, I did hear you a couple of you say you were in Orlando. We're going to be um, the 17th at Shine Wrestling. Uh, so if you're mm -hmm. near there, stop by and uh, I get one comp. So <laughs> come on in. 
There We're it is. Yeah. There. I want to thank all you guys for coming on um, this same thing. I've been, you know, I see everybody, but you know, living in, living in America, you got like five jobs and it's hard to do everything. <laughs> plus watching, you know, a hundred hours, which are birth wrestling, um, you know, it just gets more and more, which is insane. Anyways. Um, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, I really, you know, it, for a couple, couple of me rewind that back. Um, Thank you for everybody who is a part of Women's Wrestling Talk because it afforded us the opportunity and the space to do stuff, do stuff like this. Because mm -hmm. when it was two or three of us, we just didn't have the bandwidth. Mm -hmm. And now where there's more of us like Ella Day and um, just like you know Santana, who's the editor-in-chief, all that stuff, it affords us to be able to do stuff like this and not feel like I still have to edit stuff. And I know, you know, DTVD would like to edit, but it's not that's not the not that's not the play here um so it really really just you know it really afforded us the opportunity to have this and to put it out there and thank you guys for taking the time to come on i know it's super late because yes, of y'all you. um yeah. you know so i appreciate that and you know the whole goal is just to highlight you guys because you know even though a lot of people don't think of it, there's a lot of us who watch wrestling and appreciate wrestling it's not just because the guys are hot um you know we really appreciate yep. the art of it um, yep. So mm -hmm. that being said, um, one more time, thank you guys for coming on. And you can follow and thank you guys for watching and who you guys are yes. going to be watching this after it's recorded. Um, yeah, I'm definitely losing my voice. Um, you can follow us on everything at www.talkpod.com. We have articles dropping every single day for Women's History Month. You can also run it back. You can go to our February edition where we had every uh, article drop every day for February. Um, so check that out. We do have a team going to women's going to women's wrestling, going to WrestleMania. So be on the lookout for them. Um, check out our social media, all that good stuff. Um, but other than that, you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. I appreciate you all for coming on. Thank you guys for being the guest. Till next time. Ciao, Thank guys. You. Bye. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.